Merry Christmas, everybody. December 1, 2012. It's a Saturday evening. And a Saturday wouldn't be a Saturday without Patricia. Hello, Patricia. Hello, Alden. Happy Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy everything. Um, Hanukkah, is, Hanukkah time is here also, so we have to remember that. But we've got a surprise tonight, Walden. We do. Yeah, we didn't tell people the major was going to be with us because we didn't know until this week he would be able to do it. But we are welcoming Major Bill Prime again from the um, Marine Corps Toys for Tots. And he will tell you that he is retired Major William Grind, but I don't think there's any such thing as a retired Marine, is there, Bill? There really isn't. Uh, you know, uh, once a Marine, always a Marine. So uh, and, uh, that uh, uh, I I just don't wear a uniform anymore. You don't. Is that true? If you go out on, well, let me let me back up here. We need to do a proper introduction. You are, if my notes are still correct, the vice president of the Marine Toys for Tots Foundation. And you are one of, if not the, major person who is the coordinator of the dollars that come in and go out and make sure that kids in various communities have toys for Christmas. So welcome, Bill, and thank you for kicking off Christmas again for us this year. Thanks so much for having me. We, uh, we always appreciate uh, folks who help us get the word out, uh, especially this time of year, of what uh, what we're doing, what we're trying to do for less fortunate children across the country. Very cool. I have some basic questions about Toys for Tots. We have so many new people who join us in between. You, you were with us for Christmas in July this year. You were with us last year. I mean, you, you've just, um, when you see the emails, I hope I don't make you roll your eyes and say, oh my goodness, it can't <laughs> be that time of the year already, and she's back. But um, in the way of introduction, would you talk about the background and origin of Toys for Tots and what your role is with the organization now? Okay, yeah. Uh, Toys for Tots uh, began in 1947. Uh, Bill Hendricks, uh, a re uh, Marine major, uh, reservist, uh, wife had made a, a little doll, a handcrafted a doll, and said, Bill, uh, go find an agency that gives toys to kids during the holiday season. Uh, you know, uh, this was in 47, right after World War II, a lot of children uh, in need, and we didn't quite have all the social uh, agencies uh, then that we do now. So Bill went out and uh, and after a few days came, uh, you know, at dinner, told Diane, his wife, that uh, there really is no agency that does that. So Diane stuck her finger in the air and said, then you've got to start one. So that year, Bill and his Marine Reserve Unit uh, collected 5,000 toys in the city of Los Angeles and distributed them to uh, less fortunate children. Uh, and it was such a success in such a short period of time that the Marine Corps decided that that would be a national program. Uh, so in 1948, uh, all the Marine Corps Reserve units across the country uh, began the National Toys for Tots program, and uh, each year we uh, continue to collect toys uh, and some dollars to buy toys. And in recent uh, 
about the last uh, 10, 15 years, we've also concentrated on helping uh, uh, collect a lot of books for children as well. Bill, do we know in 1947 how fat they must have put it together? I mean, if if he made the toys and Bill couldn't find they must have been done it in two in just a couple of weeks. I mean, it must have been yes. a, a short yeah, amount yeah, of time. You're, you're right. It, uh, it, uh, it took place in... Uh, in late November and December, uh, that's how quickly it it happened. So uh, uh, it uh, it didn't. Uh, uh, now we uh, we prepare the the Marines. Uh, of course, our foundation works year round uh, to uh, raise dollars and and uh, large corporate donations of toys and books and things. But uh, uh, while the Marines still only really concentrate during uh, November and December. And not all the Marines, just some. Uh, of course, they most of them still have to do their their duties, and uh, you know. So we usually get uh, a handful of Marines that spend full time working on Toys for Tots, and then the other Marines give a little bit of their time when they can to help. And uh, you know, we're very fortunate also that uh, old over the hill uh, Marines like myself uh, come through and, and do a lot of volunteering. Uh, and uh, help the Marines during the holiday season collect toys and things as well. So, it's, Bill, uh, how many Marines and retired Marines, everybody who's associated with the Marine Corps, how many people come together at Christmas time to make this happen? As best we can figure, we don't, you know, we don't ask uh, every unit to tell us exactly how many uh, participated, and I'm not sure they, they always know exactly themselves, but as best we can put together, there's about 24,000 folks collecting toys and sorting toys and distributing toys across the country. Uh, you know, we, we have 748 uh, units uh, across the country in every state, uh, District of Columbia, Puerto Rico, uh, that uh, run a program. Now, when you say 24,000, you're talking about community volunteers as well? As well as uh, as Marines, probably a couple thousand Marines, and the rest are, are former Marines, wives of Marines, uh, people who just like children, people who just like Christmas, and people <laughs> who just like Marines <laughs> that all get, that uh, get together. That probably covers 99.7% of the population, and the other three are just Grinches. Uh, I like to think that, at least. I I haven't met – well, I guess there are people who don't like Christmas, but not when we get finished with them. We'll we'll keep working on it. Um, Bill, would you talk about the the children who are the recipients of the work that all of these people are doing? Well, you know, we don't – we don't ask families, uh, you know, uh, what they celebrate during this holiday season. The only requirement to receive a toy is financial need. The family has to be at or uh, or below the poverty level, and and uh, we we want to give them. We want, uh, you know, we receive the toys. There's so many generous people. In, in the United States, and they donate a lot of toys, a lot of books, and corporations also come through. Uh, but 
we want the moms and dads to be Santa for their children, not us. It's not Marines who put the uh, the toys in the hand of the children. Normally, we try to put the toys and books in the hands of moms and dads so they can go home and uh, and be the hero, be Santa Claus for their uh, their children. So we think that's important. A lot of folks want to get uh, uh, pictures of Marines with children, and we do have some, but it's usually children who are making donations of toys not children who are receiving toys. Uh, and uh, uh, so uh, we think, and, and I look at it as a father, as a grandfather, and now that uh, uh, it would just kill me if I couldn't uh, provide for my family uh, during the uh, the Christmas season. So yeah. uh, that's the thrill we get. Out, I get out of it. I suspect you're helping an awful lot of other people get a thrill and feel good about doing things at Christmas time. Now, on a community level, Bill, I'll look at Fort Myers, which is where I live in Florida. I have a typical community. I think it's pretty typical. Um, What happens on a community level between the time you get involved and the time the kids have toys in their hands? Well, uh, you know, the uh, uh, the first, there's a, a lot of organization when you uh, uh, collect somewhere between 16 and 17 million uh, toys and, and books and uh, gifts for children. Uh, there's a, a lot of lo- logistical work that's involved. And it starts with a big meeting in September where we bring all the Toys for Tots coordinators to uh, the Washington, D.C. area for three days, and uh, we talk to them about all the things that uh, we've learned over the years to help make a local program work. And uh, uh, it includes things like uh, uh, handling dollars, uh, how best to collect toys, uh, and how to uh, work with corporations and things like that. Um, And uh, also, and especially working with the media, making sure that the word gets out uh, that, uh, you know, we are looking for and we need uh, lots of donations. Um, We're fortunate in that we have a lot of uh, units that have been around for uh, 50 to 65 years and running Toys for Tots in their communities. So there is a tradition there in many areas, mostly the bigger cities, so that uh, the media expects to be involved. Uh, uh, a lot of volunteers expect to be involved. The Marines, uh, you know, will know they're going to be running a program. So there's a lot of tradition and already established, with, which makes it easy for easier for uh, these folks to uh, these Marines to to run their program. Now their program, you know, consists of uh, collecting. Uh, toys and and uh, you know we may have as many as 500 to a thousand toy drop-off locations in a city. So uh, you know in a, a city, city? A, a city a size of uh, of Chicago or New York. Uh, you know it's very possible that there could be that many uh, folks. Uh, and just to give you an example, in Washington D.C. Uh, and, and and I can't tell you if this is the way it runs. 
it's running this year, but in the past um, we had a moving storage company that provided four trailers, moving trailers, and uh, they put one in northeast, one in northwest, one in southeast, and one in southwest uh, parts of uh, of Washington D.C. All in uh, like 7-Eleven parking lots. So all the uh, local businesses that uh, collect toys knew that they had to take their toys to one of those four. Uh, uh, locations to drop them off each week and then at the end of the week or as required they'd attach a, you know a truck would would pull the the trailer to the marine site their warehouse and they would sort the toys and then uh, start distributing the toys to uh, uh, moms and dads who come by to to get their uh, gifts for their kids it but, sounds you know, too it organized the, for Christmas well, it's, it's extremely well organized, and Marines are very good at uh, at logistics. Uh, yeah. You know, they uh, they say the Marines uh, have done so much with so little for so long. We can do anything with nothing forever. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> it's uh, oh, that's you know, a great line. That's the first I've ever heard that. I like that. That's good. We uh, we we work very hard to to. Uh, uh, make sure that uh, that we get our our bang for our buck, and uh, and so that's that's important to uh, to be well organized. Uh, we don't have uh, you know the Marine Corps is getting a little smaller, like uh, the Army and, and the other services. So we have to be uh, uh, try to get more uh, recruit more volunteers and be uh, better organized so that, uh, you know, volunteers usually come in and they don't want to work every day. Uh, you know, they want to give uh, give uh, some of their time, maybe their mothers, and have responsibilities with children and things, and we understand that. But you have to be organized enough to make sure that, that uh, you know what days these volunteers are working and, and make sure you have 100% uh, uh, on hand to um, – to do the sorting and, and the collecting and the distribution part of the program. So it's, uh, it's just amazing uh, how well these, these folks do. And, and many of them, uh, you know, it, it, the toys start really coming, I say falling out of the sky on black Friday. Uh, that's the official, uh, awareness day of, of Christmas. Uh, and, uh, so, uh, they have to be ready, and, and many of them don't don't see their own families much until uh, uh, until right before Christmas, when the pro when the final distribution has has taken place. They really give up a lot. We're talking with Marine Corps Major Bill Grine, who claims he's retired, and we know differently. Who is <laughs> vice? Yeah, well, we do. <laughs> you are vice president of the Marine Toys for Tots Foundation, and we are live tonight. So if you want to give a call and say hi or ask a question, it's 714-545-2071. 714-545-2071. Bill, how are the children chosen? Well, you know, um, we're like I said, we're very good at uh, – uh, at the collecting and promoting of the program and sorting the logistical end. Uh, but the most difficult part is identifying these families. 
uh, Marines have no way of knowing, uh, you know, who deserves and who doesn't deserve uh, a toy. So we work closely in every community with city, county, social welfare agencies, um, in, uh, in some areas, ecumenical church organizations, folks who spend the year working with uh, the less fortunate. So they are able to help us identify uh, these families. And, uh, you know, for instance, let's just say a, a Chicago, uh, you know, if, uh, uh, if a family needs help for a little boy five and a little girl two, they go to a, a welfare agency and receive some type of certificate that would say uh, Mrs. Smith has a little boy five, a little girl two, and she is authorized to receive toys. We can verify that she is, uh, you know, uh, struggling financially. So uh, once she shows up with that uh, uh, approved uh, sheet of paper, uh, we uh, help her uh, pick out some toys for her little boy and her little girl, and then she can uh, go on her way. So, uh, you know, it uh, works out very well uh, most of the time. Uh, sadly, you know, we uh, run out of toys before we run out of families asking for toys uh, in every community. And, uh, you know, that's always, always sad. And, and uh, you know, sometimes uh, a, a child might, might have, uh, you know, his or her heart set on a specific toy uh, and, uh you know, sometimes we can't uh, always come through with the toy that they had in mind. You know, do you try uh, to do that? Well, we have on some occasions. Um, you know, um, to give you a story uh, that this happened uh, many years ago, but a lady uh, uh, in Washington D.C. actually uh, lost her husband. Uh, about a month before Christmas and they weren't doing, uh, you know, that well anyways, but with him gone, uh, and, and no insurance, uh, she was put in a very, uh, bad, uh, situation. She had uh, a little boy and all he wanted was a fire truck. And, uh, of course we had, the Marines had no fire trucks. Uh, but one Marine went out, uh, they do raise, uh, you know, we do receive some dollars, uh, people who do, don't want to shop, you know, and, and make a contribution financially, which is great. It helps our Marines buy the toys they need. Um, and that's what this Marine did. He took the time to go shopping. He bought a fire truck, made sure that uh, uh, this little boy had a fire truck under his Christmas tree. And uh, the interesting thing is uh, today, that little boy is a man who is a captain of a fire department in uh, in D.C. I love it. You always touch me with a story. You have a story every time we talk, and I sit <laughs> here and I fill up every time you give me one. That's a wonderful, um, it, it, just a wonderful example of what the Marines do for kids. Do schools play any part in helping to identify kids who need a hand? Uh, yes. Uh, we'll work with uh, with schools 
who help uh, will help us identify. Uh, and uh, we work a lot with schools now. Uh, with uh, uh, in 2008, um, we started uh, Toys for Tots literacy, and uh, we work with the, the UPS stores. Uh, we work with Scholastic in uh, in dis- collecting and distributing books. And uh, we work with a lot of schools that uh, uh, need help. Uh, for instance, uh, um, we had a, a, a school in Long Island and uh, went up there and found out that they only had like 300 books in their whole library, and, and many of those were in bad shape. So we were able to uh, to send, uh, uh, you know, they had asked for 300 more books. And when uh, General Osmond, my boss, the president of the foundation, uh, saw their, the state of their library, uh, we tripled what we were going to, what they had asked for, to make sure that they had some uh, some better books. And, oh, and wow. the, the sad thing is, and this is a statistic that I just uh, heard this year is the average family living below uh, poverty has no books at all in their home, and uh, and it's uh, uh, it's just uh, just really a shame. And uh, another statistic, uh, as I learn more and more about uh, uh, illiteracy, is that more kids go to college. Uh, more in, that are raised in families that have books, um, more children go to college, grow up and go to college than uh, children who grow up in a family where both father and mother went to college. You know, if they went to college and didn't have uh, that many books and show a good example for reading, uh, their child was less likely to go to college than if one went uh, grew up in a family, even though mother and father did not go to college, but they read a, a lot. Uh, well, so, an interesting uh, piece of information. Yeah, yeah. so reading well. is important. Re- books make great gifts, uh, you know, uh, uh, and I think they make great stocking stuffer type gifts. You know, uh, I know most children, if they were just given a book and said, Merry Christmas, maybe that wouldn't be quite so exciting. Uh, yeah. But... Uh, uh, if they're given a Tonka truck or a Barbie doll and a, a couple of books that are interesting, uh, then maybe that makes it a little more special. Bill, book and reading, books and reading are two things that you have emphasized each time we've had an opportunity to talk with you, and I really appreciate your spending time with us because I know what kind of a time of the year it is for you right now. But you've emphasized, and notice how I just jumped in there, but I didn't even give you a chance to respond. (laughs) Oh, there she is taking my time again. Um, the, The books and the reading seems to be so important not only to you, but to the program and to the people who are involved in this program. How did that love of reading and recognition that it's so important to kids come about? Well, you know... I think we've always had some people who have donated children's books, but we've never had never really aggressively requested that they uh, 
that they donate uh, books and things, uh, you know, like we do today. Um, about in the late 90s, uh, we approached some way, and I can't even remember where, when or, or how exactly, uh, I guess another senior moment here, but uh, uh, we met with uh, a vice president of, uh, of Scholastic and uh, talked uh, to them about uh, donating uh, books. And uh, they thought it was a great idea, and they have since donated an unbelievable uh, amount of books. I mean, millions of books over that time. And uh, so we then, uh, about 2008, uh, UPS stores came to us and said, we like the idea of giving books at Christmas and literacy. Uh, would you be interested in formalizing a Toys for Tots literacy program uh, and allow us to uh, uh, support that? And, of course, we were only too happy to do so. Uh, and uh, so that kind of for, uh, formalized our, our interest in literacy. And uh, while we don't do a lot we just, uh, as far as Marines going into schools and, and things like that, they do some, but we can't take, you know, time. that's a very time-consuming thing, and it's difficult for them to, uh, to do a lot of. So we just feel like if we can get books in the hands of the right folks, we can make a, you know, we can make a dent in illiteracy, and, and that's what we're hoping to do. And really make a difference that lasts longer than a toy at Christmas time. Yes, we think uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, to to break the cycle of poverty, uh, you need uh, uh, you know more than a handout. You need a, a, a step in the right direction, motivation, and uh, and an education and an idea, and that's that those things come out of books and a good education. Yeah. Well, one of the things I wanted to say, and I've been sidetracking myself here, is that I'm, I thank you for talking about how the children are chosen, because I think it's important for people to understand that when they contribute a toy or when they contribute dollars to the program, that you make sure people who need it get it, and that it's not a matter of somebody showing up with a with a, uh, a shopping cart and going out and selling the toys that that they received from the Marines just because they showed up. You really do have a very careful system to make sure that the kids who get to smile on Christmas because of the Marines really needed it. Oh yes, uh, you know we and and I hopefully I emphasize the logistical end of things and how careful we are. Um, you know. We receive a lot of of uh, donations. Most of the 16.3 million uh, gifts we distributed last year were donated by individuals, and uh, uh, I'd say probably 20% came from corporations like Scholastic, like Toys R Us, like Build a Bear, and Hasbro. Uh, all have been big supporters of ours and and donating gifts uh, for us and and raising dollars for us as well. Uh, so uh, you know that's uh, that's extremely important to 
have those kind of folks on our team. Now, before I get to some of the other things, I want to stay on the dollars and the toys and where the toys come from. You told us a couple of times that your buying power is a whole lot bigger than my buying power, so that if I give you 10 or 15 or $25, you're going to get more bang for the bucks than I do. Would you talk about that for a little bit, please? Uh, sure. We've. Uh, uh, I, I tell people that... Uh, uh, Toys for Tots is, is just like uh, uh, just like home. Uh, I, I bring the check home and, and my wife gets to spend the money. Uh, uh, I we do uh, the fundraising in my department, uh, the marketing and and development department, and then uh, another vice president uh, uh, in operations gets to spend it and. Uh, uh, you know, when we raise, you know, $9 million last year in uh, corporate donations and, uh, uh, you know, $17 million in our direct mail program and, and uh, uh, we raise uh, money online uh, on our website as well and a few other little things that we do, golf tournaments and, and uh, things like that. Uh, when you have that kind of money, uh, you know you get uh, you get a, uh, some good deals uh, at uh, at stores. We think about the times that we buy. Uh, a lot of times we'll look uh, in the spring and summer uh, to, and and make our purchases and order the toys so that they're available. Uh, you know, at Christmas time when we're ready to distribute, uh, we try to. We don't have a big warehouse ourselves, uh, and that's another way we keep our our costs down. Uh, so we, uh, when we ask the toy companies to hold on to the toys until our Marines are ready for them, uh, that way we don't have as uh, have all the warehouse costs uh, and and people in a warehouse, the payroll and uh, all the cost uh, for shipping all those things are absorbed by uh, toy companies so that that saves us a, a lot of money and uh, uh, we're very proud that uh, you know our what's called program to support ratio how much money uh, how what percent of every dollar is spent on uh, on our mission of uh, getting toys for uh, Less fortunate children. How much is spent on administrative and and uh, uh, fundraising? Uh, we've averaged uh, between 97 to three and 98 to two for the last 10 years. So uh, that puts us among the uh, national leaders in in that category, and uh, we work very hard to to keep it that way. That's an extraordinary number. I would love it if you could put it in perspective for us. What is the average in a charitable or 501c3 organization that depends on donations? Well, what is their uh, average you know, it varies, and, and there's different different uh, uh, reasons why some charities might be higher or, uh, you know, than, or, you know, worse than ours, of course, but, uh, uh, the, 
Better Business Bureau's Wise Giving Alliance, and that is a um, an oversight agency for charities. Uh, and they're the one that uh, we work hard to make sure they have about 20 standards uh, and we meet them all. We work hard to do that. Uh, and uh, they state that to get their approval, their, uh, a charity has to be at least at 65 to 35, meaning 65% of their donated dollar has to go to uh, uh, to their mission, uh, and only 35% for uh, fundraising and administration. So uh, that's the minimum, and uh, so you can see how much beyond the minimum we are at 97 to three. So, um, uh, and it's uh, it, it you have to judge each charity. I, I'm not uh, saying that uh, a charity at uh, uh, that has a 65 to uh, uh, the 35 is good or bad. Uh, you just have to look at the numbers and look at the charity and see what it's all about. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's a great comparative that you just gave me. I wanted something to put side by side with Toys for Tots to show exactly how efficient you are and how much of this money and your work actually goes toward the kids and the, and the toys. Well, and talk- the, uh, the, the last thing I'll say about that is uh, uh, we uh, not one penny goes after out to anyone's salary uh, when it uh, when someone makes a donation. So uh, uh, that three percent is truly administrative and and uh, when I say fundraising uh, costs, it could be you know that I have to jump in an airplane and uh, and fly to uh, to Los Angeles to uh, ask a company to uh, you know to donate you know twenty five or fifty thousand dollars or to do something like that. You know mm-hmm. sometimes when you're asking for for money, uh, you know that that much money uh, sometimes you you need to to show a little respect and, and be in person as opposed to sending an email and saying, will you give me $50,000? Uh, you know, you need to make it personal and show the people how much you appreciate, uh, you know, what, what they've done. And sometimes they want to uh, make a, a check presentation or something, you know, that, sure. uh, that the company wants to get a little credit and recognition uh, for what they're doing for, the less fortunate, and, and we understand that and think that's fine, uh, that if you are doing something for the, your community, uh, you deserve a little attention. It works for me. <laughs> having, having to, I'll tell you, having somebody actually sign a letter, uh, never mind show up in person. I mean, that, that that's just over the top, but any kind of a personal contact means so much so i do understand what you're what you're telling us 714-545-2071 we're talking with major bill grind who is the vice president of the marine toys for tots foundation and i'm going to get to the how can we help in a couple of minutes here and i'm watching the time we have we're on our honor not to abuse our time which i have done time after time after time and i promised i wouldn't do it tonight 
we talked about advertising just before we got on the air. I told you that I had pulled out a Val pack, and I do go through these things. You know, I just go flip, 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 and make sure that there's nothing in there that is going to get past me. And up popped the little marine teddy bear. How did that happen? And tell me what happens with the marine uh, toys for tots in terms of advertising in general. Well, uh, we're very fortunate that uh, uh, that we don't have to advertise. At least we don't feel like we we have to, uh, and we don't want to, and so we don't uh, uh, advertise ourselves. We're very fortunate to have uh, marine or, or to have uh, corporate sponsors that that uh, do a lot of advertising on our behalf. And I, th- I think it's because we've been around for so many years, 65 years, um, and many of our units have, have uh, run programs in their city or their community that many years. So there's a lot of tradition that's uh, been established, and, and this tradition uh, uh, also uh, is, uh, is part of the, the media and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of our uh, units have worked with TV stations, radio stations, uh, for uh, for years and years. And and uh, a, a good example is uh, is a TV station in Minneapolis, uh, and I think it's Care 11 uh, that uh, runs a program every year. And they brought they put a big tent up and they broadcast from uh, from the tent the the six o'clock news and they build their their news desk real high and the whole time they're giving the news people can walk across put their uh put their toy down below the news desk and then continue walking and that way everybody can even be on television uh, when they make their their toy donation, just as an added incentive. But we've been able to have a lot of uh, a lot of media folks. Uh, National Association of Broadcasters has sent our public service announcement uh, to uh, uh, throughout the country, uh, which helps. Uh, we have uh, uh, radio stations that do remote broadcasts at different places trying to get people to come by and and uh, make a toy donation uh there's just a lot of folks that uh, uh that do a lot of great things for us newspapers uh run run stories about uh, about us uh, and so we're uh, magazines uh, you know think we're a uh, a, a charity we're supporting, and and uh, they'll make a suggestion in their December issue uh, of uh, you know here's a charity that uh, has a great uh, uh, program to service support ratio, so you should consider using uh, them if that's the charity you want to support. So we do get a lot of uh, of great help. You get a lot of visibility, but you don't have to pay for it. Yes, and you know everybody knows uh, how expensive it is to buy airtime. I look at the uh, the Super Bowl commercials that are what two million dollars for thirty seconds or something like that, or yeah. sixty seconds. You're, you're uh, not that. It. Yeah, I think not that the average 
350 now. Yeah. Is, so we, uh, uh, you know, there's no way we want to be a part of that. We want that money to go to uh, to purchasing gifts for kids, and yeah. uh, and we're lucky that we're we're able to to do that. In a minute, I want to spend time talking about the unique challenges that you have this year and the work that you're doing with the Hurricane Sandy people. Um, before we get to that, I, I want to talk about a fun part of this. What kinds of toys are the most popular? What are kids asking for? What are you buying? And what do you hope people will be contributing this year? Well, you know, our our name... Toys for Tots, uh, I think people tend to buy gifts for children uh, 9, 10, and younger because they think of Tots. And when you think of, uh, uh, of Christmas, uh, you think of, of, of young, young children. So um, uh, our foundation, however, uh, we are we raise a lot of a lot of dollars i'd mentioned earlier and we buy a lot of gifts for older children the preteen uh the early teen kids who happen to be uh uh don't even believe in santa claus anymore they uh the, but they still need the recognition they still need uh that confidence boost by being remembered with a with a toy, so we spend a lot of our dollars um, buying iPods, uh, uh, scooters, and and uh, skateboards with helmets, and and uh, uh, some age appropriate uh, jewelry and and uh, and cosmetics for girls, and wallets, and and. Uh, uh, watches and things that uh, that a, a child, uh, older child, might appreciate that aren't really toys at all, other than uh, a lot of boys, uh, preteen, early teen boys, still like uh, remote control cars and <laughs> and things like that. Uh, I think daddies you know, so, do too. So I mean, boys my age still like those, but uh, yeah. So uh, you know, so we uh, we tend to buy a lot of gifts for older uh, kids because we know the local units are not getting those donated. So we mm-hmm. ship everything out to those units and essentially say, we, we know you're going to run out of toys before you run out of kids, but uh, here are more toys for older kids so you can keep those lines open, reach more, more families that way. So, but as far as, uh, as other toys and things, you know, there's uh, computer games, and and uh, uh, what we have found over you know recent years is, uh, you know, families, uh, you know, even in, uh, living in in poverty, most families still have uh, uh, have a computer, and uh, so uh, uh, we don't presume to buy music for kids. Uh, there's no way that uh, we would do that, but uh, uh, sometimes we get uh, uh, DVDs from Disney, which you know are great, always great uh, movies for for kids and things like that. And sometimes some computer games uh, help out. A lot of dolls, um, 
a lot of uh, plush toys uh, from folks like uh, uh, Builder Bear, uh, a lot of nice uh, games and things from Hasbro, you know, Monopoly, uh, Battleship, those kind of games are uh, are great as well. And and uh, something I guess I wanted to, uh, we are talking about advertising or promoting, um, and to show you how how much some of our sponsors help. Uh, there is a commercial out uh, with Duracell. It's a Duracell battery commercial, uh, but they're pr- they also promote Toys for Tots in the commercial. And it's, uh, uh, you know, it's just a great message uh, uh, that uh, they are sending out uh, during the holiday season uh, about, uh, you know, Make sure when you give a toy uh, to Toys for Tots that needs a battery uh, that, uh, you know, you give them a, a good Duracell battery. And, and that's fine, you know, and, and they show our logo at the end and just gives us a little bit of, uh, of uh, exposure to folks. And it might uh, it just might encourage them to, to go to the store and, and buy a toy. Yeah, and, and the right kind of visibility. Uh-huh. Bill, you, you've said a couple of times that you run out of toys before you run out of kids. How many children are you able to help, and how many children do you wish you could? Well, um, four or five years ago, if you had asked how many children live in poverty in this country, uh, I would have said for a, for a, a number of years, uh, 13 million was the the figure that uh, uh, census was reporting. Uh, since then, each year it seems to have gone up about a million children. So we've gone from 13 million uh, to over 16 million children now living at or below the poverty level. We have reached about an awful lot of children you're able to help. It's heartbreaking to know that we have that many children out there who need help. Mm, it is. Wow. And, you know, there's, uh, when you have things like, you know, the economy has not been real great uh, since 2008, and, uh, uh, and then you have uh, uh, hurricanes and storms that uh, exasperate the situation and, uh, you know, uh, People who last year were making donations to Toys for Tots uh, this year might be in line to uh, to get some toys for their kids uh, yeah. you know, as a result. Yeah, a better so role reversal there. Mm-hmm. You said you were doing something special with a Hurricane Sandy. Um, I, I hate to call people victims, but that's really what they are. They had no control over this. They had no way to prepare for something on this magnitude, and they are hammered. What are you able to do? What kinds of programs are you working with up there? Well, we, um, and, and that's why uh, uh, I've got to go to bed uh, early tonight because tomorrow's a work day. On Monday, 
uh, we're flying uh, some toys up to that area. I'm not sure. I guess uh, you're from Florida. Probably you've heard about the uh, the Blue Angels, the Navy flight team. Uh, sure. And uh, uh, as part of the Department of the Navy, uh, we have one Marine pilot who flies one of the F-18s that the Blue Angels uh, have in their uh, their group. And there's one big C-130 aircraft. That's a big four-propeller plane that flies the the ground crew and, and logistics parts and things from place to place that supports the Blue Angels. And uh, uh, that big C-130 aircraft is called Fat Albert, and uh, it's piloted by a Marine captain. And uh, each year for the last three years, uh, Fat Albert has donated one day to uh, support Toys for Tots. And we've used it to pick up toys in one place or two places and to deliver them uh, to another place. So this year, uh, Fat Albert is leaving Pensacola on Monday morning, picking up uh, half a plane load of toys in Atlanta, courtesy of Lockheed Martin. And then it's flying up here to Washington, D.C., to Reagan National uh, and uh, uh, we're uh, going to finish loading up the toys and uh, the airplane, and we're going to have a congressman from uh, from the New Jersey area will be there to speak, and uh, a lot of volunteers will be helping to load the plane, and uh, we will have uh, my per- boss, uh, General. Pete Osman will be there speaking and uh, thanking people. And uh, a good friend of mine and a good friend of Toys for Tots, uh, uh, Karen Davis, who's the vice president of uh, Hasbro, will be donating uh, uh, just, uh, they're donating 25,000 toys and games just for this event alone. They've already donated. probably a couple of million dollars worth of, of toys to Toys for Tots. And, uh, and they're doing this in addition because they consider it so important. Uh, so we're very fortunate to have friends like that. And uh, uh, we also have, you know, Toys R Us is making a donation as well, uh, another good friend. So, uh, uh, you know, Living Social uh, a, a corporate sponsor of ours is doing some some great work for us. So, uh, putting all these good folks and cor- and corporations together, uh, we're going to uh, fly from Washington D.C. to New Jersey, McGuire Air Force Base, and uh, we will offload all these toys. And I have uh, uh, Marine units from uh, New York and New Jersey, the hardest hit areas of those uh, two states, uh, will uh, be there to load up with trucks, and they're going to load up these toys we're delivering, and uh, they'll be taking them uh, back for distribution to help, and just additional toys to uh, to help out in those communities. And what the, a the, piece of organization. 
Oh my yeah, goodness, you just you took know, my breath away. Like I, you know, I I told you it's a big, it's a big logistical uh, program, and uh, uh, we've been working a lot on on getting this done. So uh, uh, thanks to uh, uh, Fat Albert, the Blue Angels, and and uh, a lot of corporate sponsors and and volunteers were were getting this done, and uh, uh, hopefully we've got. Uh, um, Fox and Friends is going to uh, to be there. I think NBC is going to uh, to follow this, uh, and uh, you know, so that's the kind of exposure uh, that we get that will, uh, you know, hopefully help us raise yeah. more toys um, to uh, not just for that area, but for the whole country, because there are families throughout the nation who need our help. Sure, sure. Boy, this makes me want to jump up and say, go Marines. Wow. <laughs> I mean, Bill, this is just staggering. The the coordination that went into this while you're doing your annual program, which is a, a marvel. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, it's, okay. uh, you know, it's, uh, it keeps us, uh, keeps us busy, keeps us out of trouble during these times. And, <laughs> and it's, uh, but it's, you know, it's just, it's just so much fun to, you know, you just uh, just feel so good to be knowing that uh, what we're doing is, is helping some folks. After Christmas, this is a personal question. After Christmas, are you able to take time for yourself where you can sit back and say, gosh, we've done good? Oh, yes. I always take the week off between Christmas and New Year's. And uh, just relax and enjoy my family, and uh, so that's uh, uh, that'll be uh, fun. Then uh, we get back uh, starting in January. Uh, we have uh, begin our preparations for our annual audit, which starts uh, in uh, in the middle of February. So we uh, and and that's very important to it to every business, uh, but most especially charities. Um, you know, if uh, the auditors find that uh, we're misusing dollars or, or, you know, we don't have the uh, at least a 65 to 35 uh, uh, ratio in program to service support, all those things are important. And, and uh, you know, so we have to make sure we, we get all of our paperwork done, too, and then uh, – uh, then along about uh, April or May, uh, you know, April, we're, we're really things are uh, uh, we're ready for our uh, a few months of real, real, uh, not as intense uh, work and things. But it's surprising uh, that uh, Toys for Tots is uh, when you're working with corporations and things, it's a year-round uh, project, and a lot of corporations that want to incorporate us. In their uh, in in their program, I've, I've, I'm talking to two corporations that uh, not for Toys for Tots 2012, but Toys for Tots 2013. I think you just answered one of my questions. I was going to ask you, when you're talking with people, what is the most common thing that you tell them that makes them sit back and say, "Wow, I didn't know that." <laughs> Is that well, one of them? Some, some folks still don't know that it's a marine program, uh, and uh, so we have to uh, have to tell them that. And, and I think probably the other 
uh, is that they don't realize just how big the program is. Uh, the Chronicle for Philanthropy, uh, which is, uh, I guess, the newspaper for uh, philanthropic organizations, and there's probably uh -huh. one and a quarter to one and a half million uh, uh, charities throughout the nation, uh, we are uh, ranked number 70 in, in size. Uh, so uh, we're very proud to be uh, that the, to be that big, and probably when you take all the universities out of the top seventy, we're one of the top fifty actual uh, charities that uh, uh, conduct uh, yeah. a, a program. So we're, uh, I think that's uh, that's the thing that a lot of folks don't realize just how many folks, uh, families we reach and uh, that type of thing. And you do. I'm down to two questions. And this one I think is probably going to be difficult for you because I can hear from the way you talk that um, I'll try to set this up so that it doesn't sound negative and it sounds very positive. We're in an economy where people really do have to choose carefully, where they used to perhaps have $100 to give, they might be down to $25. And so they're looking at each organization and considering what they do and what sets them apart from others that would make them want to choose that particular one. When people look at Toys for Tots, what is the special thing that sets you apart from other organizations that would encourage people to want to contribute? Well, uh, I think a couple of things. One, we don't ask for their $100 or even their 25 We We ask them just to give, you know, what part of that 25 We know there's a lot of good charities that need their money as well, and, and, we, and we just like to tell, tell the, these folks that, uh, uh, you know, you have the power with $10 to help solve one problem for one parent. Uh, you know, $10 will buy a toy for one of their children. And, uh, you know, so uh, while, you know, $10 won't cure uh, a disease and, it, uh, and that type of thing, uh, they know that uh, they, can, they can help one family with, with just a $10 donation. With $25, uh, they can buy... Uh, toys for two children, and uh, and and that's uh, that's very helpful. Um, we also uh, think that uh, uh, I call it the three C's. Uh, toys for Tots consists of children, especially children in need, uh, Christmas, and the core. And so you know you've got uh, you've got our, our nation's future and the children. You've got the biggest holiday and and the most moving holiday of the year and and the marine corps uh one of our premier fighting forces the patriotism that so it's there's a lot of emotions uh that uh, that are involved and and we don't bother these folks in, you know we're in, in, throughout the year uh we know we're a seasonal charity there's one time that uh of the year so uh most of the you know we we pretty much leave everybody alone for for a good portion of the year 
you know. I, it, it's frustrating for me if I if I give as I did last year. I had an organization. All I had was ten dollars to give for that particular group. I had already given to Toys for Tots, um, and I, I I said, you know, they really do good work in my town, in my community, and I sent them ten dollars, and they have spent at least twenty five trying to get more money out of me. Yes, I don't and, get it. and that that's true, and 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 I won't say we're completely. Uh, innocent of doing some of those things too. Um, uh, we've got some people that if we send them, um, if you send them seven uh, letters, they'll send you uh, seven twenty-five dollar checks. Uh, you know, uh, if you send them one letter, they'll send you one twenty-five dollar check. You know, it would be nice if if we could send them one letter and they'd send us one hundred and seventy-five dollars. Right. You know. But it doesn't but, work uh, that way. It, it doesn't, and it's it's a it's a crazy business. This uh, direct mail, and and uh, uh, you know, a lot of people are starting to donate online, and uh, and and I know that's the way of the future, I believe. But there's there's a lot of old timers uh, who have discretionary dollars now that. Uh, um, still want to get that letter and they still want to read it and make their decision based on that. But, uh, uh, it's, uh, so we send some people letters that, uh, um, and every time we send a letter, they, <laughs> they respond. So, uh, uh, hopefully, uh, they've got the money to, you know, but most of yeah. the time it's it, again, yeah. you know, we're asking for, uh, uh, five or ten dollars, uh, you know, and, and that kind of thing. We we don't want people to uh, to hurt after they've made their donation to us. We we want just what they can really afford to give. Yeah, we've got an awful lot of people out there who are hurting a whole lot worse. One comment and my final question, and I think we did it. We're oh my goodness, I did it. No, I'm not going to have to serve breakfast for you tomorrow. <laughs> my my comment is that I'm so pleased you were able to bring your work down to something that I can get my arms around. Ten dollars will help one family because you can take care of one child with ten dollars. Twenty five dollars will help a family with two children. I cannot get my arms around numbers like 16 million. I can't. I, I just I have no concept of what that means. I know what a parent is. I know what a child is. So I'm just delighted that you're able to bring it to a human level that I can understand, and I don't think I'm alone in, in that situation. Well, the numbers are, are, are staggering, uh, you know, the number of, of families and uh, uh, you know, and, and and I'm not an economist, or uh, you know, I I don't know if, if it's getting better or getting worse. You hear about okay, the unemployment rate is up and it's down, and and that kind of thing. Uh, but uh, uh, there still seems to be the the number of people living in poverty seems to have been fairly steady for the last two years. It's been in over 16 million, and. Uh, uh, I sit here and say, how can I help 16 million people? But you just told me I can help one person, and that I can get my arms around. Yes. So 
Yeah, you know, that, and, that and, I appreciate, putting it on a scale that I can say, oh, I understand that. I, I just can't get my arms around 16 million kids. I can't. No. Um, one child, I can't. I can do that. Okay, last question. How can people help? Well, there's uh, 745 units across the country. Uh, you know, if they can... Uh, Go buy a toy, a book, and drop it off at uh, at one of their local drop-off locations, which are generally advertised in the paper, on the radio, and and um, uh, you know one place is at Toys R Us. Um, next weekend, uh, I know Best or uh, Builder Bear is going to be there. Uh, Walgreens uh, across the country is collecting toys for us as well, and many local businesses uh are are doing the same so our post office is collecting say again our post office is collecting yes in in the state of florida uh the post office is is very uh much involved so uh and that's great so uh, or, or they can go to our website and uh, they uh, they can find where the local toys for tots unit is and how they can uh, donate uh, a toy locally if they want to. They can also, if they don't want to shop, uh, you know, can't get out, don't know what to buy, we do appreciate cash donations, credit card donations online. Uh, that enables us to buy the toys we need uh, and, you know, and that's a, a good thing. Uh, you know, sometimes we'll get a call from the unit in uh, Tallahassee, and he'll say, I have 5,000 toys for little boys and only 1,000 toys for little girls. I'm going to run out of little girl uh, toys in a hurry. What can I do? And it's a lot easier for us to say, let me ship or send you, wire you uh, $10,000 to buy you know, toys for little girls than it is to try to, uh, if we had a warehouse to, to, you know, go load the toys, put them in a truck, get them down to the, to the unit, which might take, you know, the better part of a week where if we give him the $10,000, he can do it instantly and he can spend mm -hmm. the money locally, uh, which also makes him a hero in his community and helps the, the community as well. Well, they're heroes so those to are us. the two ways, they, you know, the best ways to do it. Uh, they, people, businesses can help, uh, uh, you know, collect toys. They can volunteer to support or distribute toys, and, uh, and that is also uh, very helpful as well. Cool. I do recall... One thing you mentioned in previous times with us, Bill, that the Marines are not allowed to take money as donations. That that has to go to the foundation. Is that is that still correct? Well, it, it, the Marines are not allowed to solicit uh, cash donations. Okay. Uh, they can go up. They can ask a person for a toy, uh, but they cannot ask for a cash donation. Uh, but uh, if you look in 
in the Walmart or Toys R Us and say, gosh, it looks dangerous in there with all those angry mothers and grandmothers trying to get uh, uh, the toy du jour, whichever it might be. Uh, they might just say, here, Sergeant, here's $20, you buy the toy. Well, they can accept that on behalf of our foundation, and uh, uh, they send those dollars to us. We put them in an account specifically for that unit, so $100,000 or 100% of those that donation goes into uh, into the account, so oh, he can so spend the I dollars asked. locally. I, I am so glad I asked. I had misunderstood or didn't remember correctly. I, you probably made it. I know you made it very clear the last time, and my brain just didn't pull it up correctly. I'm really glad I asked so that people do have, even on a local last-minute um, situation, they can make a contribution that's going to make a difference next year or this year, even this sure. year, if they're, uh, sure. if they're running short of toys. What yes. is the cutoff and, time? And if they want to identify... Uh, what community they want it to go to, a cash donation, we can ensure that it, uh, it goes to that community. Great. And people can visit your website at? Toysfortots.org. Toysfortots.org. Bill, I am finished. I think I almost made it. We had a target time of an hour tonight, and I almost made it, which is really quite remarkable because I can talk for the entire night. But <laughs> I, I, well, um, Walden, tell him I can talk for the entire night. Yep, which she will. She'll, she'll now go until 6 in the morning, <laughs> Sunday morning. So we'll, we'll, talk for, we will do that. Talk for the entire night, yeah. Yes, well, I'll, I'll be getting up while you're when you're getting ready to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> We have people who call in and say, just wanted to say hi, and then call in in the morning when they're making the coffee. So you're right. We do get them on both <laughs> ends. Major Bill Grimes, Vice President, Marine Toys for Tots Foundation. You kicked off Christmas for us one more time. You are our first guest, and I'm just so delighted you were able to set some time aside for us. Bill, I know this is a really busy time of the year for you, and we're just so pleased that you could do this. Well, thanks for having me again. Uh, we appreciate it. And like I said, it's friends like you that uh, help us get the word out to uh, uh, to the world uh, what we're doing, and and uh, and that's very helpful. Well, Toys for Tots is a very special organization for us, so uh, this is a, a double treat for us. Well, then, are we able to put uh, Bill on hold and talk with him why, for a minute? Why, why, why don't I uh, call you both back? That way I can rewire everything. So uh, you two hang up, and I'll call you both back. And we'll, okay. why don't I go ahead and uh, play the radio show, and we'll, Patricia and I will be talking to Bill off air. So everybody, here's Phil McGee and Molly. Now, Fibber McGee and Molly, and at nine, here, Big Town. Johnson's Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's new water repellent glow coat present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the Kingsman and Billy Mills Orchestra. Bill Coat presents Phil McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the Kingsman and Billy Mills Orchestra. (laughs) 
everybody, we're going to be on the automation system, and we'll be right back. So, Patricia and I will be right back after we turn it back to the automation system. To everybody, there is only one glow coat. It's the water-repellent new glow coat that's on your dealer's shelves right now. There's been no change in the familiar glow coat container, but wait till you find out about the wonderful change inside. For it is a wonderful thing to be able to cover your floors with a self-polishing floor wax that is positively water-repellent. Now, the big thing from your standpoint is that it'll last so much longer without losing its smooth, lustrous shine. Water that's dripped or spilled on it can be wiped right off without leaving an ugly streak or spot. You can damp mop glow coat-protected floors over and over without killing the protection or the shine. You get more for your money. Going ships, not half as strong. Package, remember? But what a wonderful difference inside. Ask for the new water repellent glow coat tomorrow. What are you going to do for Christmas cards next year? Make your own again? Well, I ain't the type of guy that gives up easy, Tootsie. I'm strictly the type of guy that he makes up his mind to do something and I do it. So? So about December 1st next year, I'm going to the art store, buy a lot of paint and cardboard and brushes. Oh, no, not that. And paint a big sign for the front door. Welcome Christmas card salesman. Oh. Yeah. Good night. Good Makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's New Water Repellent Glow Coat, Racine, Wisconsin, and Brantford, Canada, bring you Fibber McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? Here's a time-saving way to keep your furniture sparkling clean and shining bright with almost no effort. Tomorrow, start using Johnson's Cream Wax, the fastest wax furniture polish money can buy. Johnson's Cream Wax cleans so quickly, dries so quickly, polishes so quickly, that using it is almost as easy as dusting. A few strokes of a cloth do the cleaning, a few more.